2: Today is Saturday, August 8th. Welcome to our weekend episode of The Newsworthy called Special Edition Saturday. Today, we're talking about TikTok and asking, does it really pose a risk to U.S. national security and our privacy? Remember, President Trump just issued two executive orders this week banning any U.S. transactions with TikTok's Chinese parent company, dance, citing national security concerns. That is, if an American company like Microsoft, for example, does not buy it before September 20th. Now, keep in mind, TikTok has been one of the fastest growing social media apps with a reported 100 million users just in the US. So, in today's episode, I talk with two different experts from two different mobile security firms for their take on TikTok. And you'll notice today's interview sounds a little bit different. I'll be walking you through each expert's opinion and switching between them. So, let's get into it. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy Special Edition Saturday, when we sit down with a different expert or celebrity every Saturday to talk about something in the news. Don't forget to tune in every Monday through Friday for our regular episodes when we provide all the day's news in just 10 minutes. It's fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. It's time for today's special edition Saturday. You ready? Let's do this. Hi, Hank. Thanks so much for coming on the Newsworthy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be joining you today.
2: So that was the start of my call with Hank Schles. He's the senior manager on the security solutions team for the cybersecurity company Lookout. I asked him whether he thinks TikTok is actually a threat and how it compares to other social media apps when it comes to your privacy.
1: You know, is it really that much different from what's being collected and from other social media apps? In reality, no. These apps, we give them access to a lot and and we accept that, right? There's this kind of level of access that we all accept when it comes to our lives on, on the Internet.
2: The difference, he says, is TikTok's parent company ByteDance and the access the Chinese Communist Party, which you'll hear him refer to as CCP, may get to your data.
1: The core of the concern is who owns it. Um, it's it's the fact that it's a Chinese-owned company and that the CCP has demonstrated certain data usage tactics that don't fly in the United States. And that's why it's the center of this whole debate.
2: TikTok itself at least says the data is secure and doesn't go to China. But Hank isn't so sure.
1: ByteDance is under contract with the CCP to promote propaganda in the Chinese equivalent app, um, which is called Douyin. I think I'm getting that pronunciation right. They do that in the Xinjiang province, where the government is, to put it, likely controlling uh, the Uyghur Muslim population. So when I look at it you know, from a moral perspective, I just personally wouldn't want my data potentially accessible by people who are doing something like that. And in comparison to a US-based company, someone like Facebook or Twitter, um, obviously Instagram is owned by Facebook, they at least have to answer to the US government as we've seen. You know, Companies can take a serious financial hit, they have the US government and, and regulatory uh, standards to answer to, and they've, they've got a federal buy to answer to, which in my opinion, ByteDance doesn't totally considering they have that agreement with the CCP.
2: That's why Hank feels the possible Microsoft takeover of TikTok in the U.S. would be a step in the right direction and would help set some new standards for the app. But I also spoke with Patrick Jackson, the chief technology officer at the privacy firm Disconnect, who has also worked for the NSA.
0: I test uh, apps for a living. I look at the, the network communication. I also reverse engineer the binaries to see what secrets they hold in them.
2: He says not so fast.
0: I would say that anytime you let your data Uh, leave your device, go to, even if it's a U.S. company or a foreign company, that data can wind up in the wrong hands. And it's because data is sold, it could be shared, or it could be stolen.
2: He points to Facebook's scandal a few years back. Facebook, a U.S. company, allowed data to be used by Cambridge Analytica to possibly interfere with the U.S. election.
0: That data was was misused by companies that weren't U.S.-based. And so, To to think that just because this app is owned by a U.S. company that the data will only stay in the U.S. and users don't have to worry is is false because, you know, money talks and these companies will do deals that will bring in dollars. And that may mean exchanging data uh, for those dollars. And also data can be stolen if we're giving up All of this data about ourselves, our location, things that we like, you know, how long we look at certain videos. If we're giving up all this data to a U.S. company and that data is stolen, then we're still back at square one.
2: In fact, he says Facebook, who owns Instagram and is now rolling out the TikTok copycat Reels, may have more information about us than any other company.
0: Almost every single app that I do testing on has an integration with Facebook. And so, if you think about how much data that Facebook is getting, not only from the apps that you use directly owned by Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp, Instagram, and then eventually Reels, they're also embedded in so many apps that they don't own, including TikTok. And so it's, it's you know, for a lot of attention uh, to be on TikTok, I think that's justified. That's OK. It's it's people's right to be suspicious. But that same suspicion should carry over to Uh, Even U.S. companies like Facebook, they know when you're um, opening uh, your workout apps and they know how much time you spend in them. Our phones go everywhere with us. Our phones probably know us better than our loved ones.
2: Still, Patrick has found some abnormal things about TikTok specifically, even beyond who owns it.
0: The amount of data that they collect within the first, uh, I counted the first nine seconds I counted 210 network requests from my device back to TikTok servers. It's clear that they've architected this in a way to to suck up as much data as possible.
2: So knowing what these experts know, I had to ask, would they ever download TikTok? <laughs>
0: um,
2: Hank Schloss says not right now.
1: Personally, for the privacy concerns, until it's all hashed out, I just it's just something that I don't want there to be the potential of.
2: Patrick Jackson, on the other hand, has downloaded it. But he gave it very limited access.
0: I revoked all the permissions that it's asked of me. And the app is still usable. You know, I can't post things because I don't give it microphone and camera permission. Uh, But if you just want to browse what's popular, you can do that.
2: And he says that's a good rule of thumb for any app.
0: Give the least permissions possible. See if that app still works without that permission that they were asking you for. And if it does, then great. Um, if it doesn't, and let's say you need, it's a calendar app and you need it to actually access your calendar, then just give it that single permission.
2: Ultimately, both experts agree it's up to us to understand where our data might be going.
0: You know, for as much as we use
1: mobile phones and for as much as uh, as comfortable as we are with them, people generally don't really know what to do to keep themselves safe. So we just have to get really savvy about being able to spot
0: that abnormal behavior.
2: And then decide for ourselves, what do we feel comfortable with?
0: As they know that this is that this is happening, then they can make better decisions. But if you don't know that you know uh, high fructose corn syrup is in your children's you know uh, pancake syrup, then you'll continue to buy it. But once you realize, then you might say, you know what, I'll pick this other natural one over here that just has the sugar. Like I think until we we start to know what's inside of these apps, we cannot make good decisions, and that's why ingredient labels on foods have been super helpful because now you can start making informed decisions of where you want to spend your money because you know exactly what's in it.
2: Both experts work with companies that offer apps to help block unwanted tracking on your smartphone. So we've linked to both Disconnect and Lookout so you can check them out for yourself. And Lookout also has a new podcast called Endpoint Enigma, where they recently talked about that big Twitter hack. Find all those links and more stories about this topic in today's episode notes at thenewsworthy.com. And be sure to join us Monday through Friday as well for our regular weekday episodes. We provide all the day's news in just 10 minutes. Subscribe or follow in your podcast app so you're always in the know and connect with us on Instagram at NewsworthyPod. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll chat again on Monday. Have a great rest of the weekend.